On every campus, there's a need for Jesus. Students and faculty are eager for someone to come and invest in them. What if they're waiting for you? I'm Carolyn. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to the Ministry Playbook Podcast, where we dive into all things campus ministry. In this episode, we'll be talking about ministering across cultures. So one of the things that we have through our virtual connection is that Carolyn and I can see each other and we've actually known each other for a little while now, but something you may not realize if you're just listening to this podcast is that I am both Latino and white and that Carolyn is an Asian American woman. Yeah, I'm sixth generation Korean and then my dad's from Hawaii, so he's a mix of Asian, white, and Hawaiian. And has that always been a significant part of your life, Carolyn? No, <laughs> I think, I think since, you know, my family were really detached from at least my Korean side. Yeah. I just had a total faith journey about my, my own culture experience. So I'm really excited to talk more about this course um, since university has been a huge part of that. But yeah, I think I just really identify with being American. I didn't really, my parent, my grandparents didn't speak any languages, which I think everyone that's Asian thinks is super weird. <laughs> um, having no real Asian, strong Asian connection just made me feel like, oh, I'm just really American. But college actually helped me. I think I had a staff ask me directly about my Asian American experience. And I just stared at him blankly. I had no idea what he was talking about. But that really helped start a conversation, um, an internal faith journey of of understanding who I am and how God made me. Yeah. So in in this this set of episodes, we're going to talk about what culture is. We're going to talk about identifying and responding to cultural differences. We're going to talk about navigating those differences. We're even going to talk about where culture shows up in the Bible. And I think this has a potential to be really helpful, particularly given the campus climate in our day and age. And I love that we're talking about this course because someone has been directly affected with understanding what culture is and then learning how to respond to those differences and engage with that. It's not only helped me in my entire life, but I, it's totally helped my ministry. And um, it's, it's super exciting to talk about. So Carolyn, what is culture? How would you define culture? Well, though, I think the Webster definition <laughs> is uh, always good to go with Webster. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he's a, he's a short, cute actor, but uh, you know, fantastic dictionary. Um, the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group. Well, one, like nation, people, other social group. I love that that's so broad because there's so many different kinds of cultures on campus. Like it's not just ethnic groups. We had a video game small group. We had a sports small group. So there's just all these different social groups that I also think are important in this conversation. But how, what, what, what does this look like every day? It's, it's how we lead, talk, relate to each other. And then even how that comes up with men and women or age dynamics. There's a lot of unspoken rules um, that come across when we engage with each other. Yeah, I was talking to a friend just yesterday, actually, about their interaction with the InterVarsity president from 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And she had gotten to be really good friends with him. Like they message each other on Facebook and see each other at conferences and talk to each other. And I, I, from my cultural background, I'm like, oh, I would never take up his time. I would never interrupt him. I would, I would never go up to him and talk to him out of respect. 
you know, and that's one aspect of culture is this thing called power distance. Mm -hmm. And so, so for me, with my cultural background, I would approach someone, you know, and I've had this on campus when I was volunteering, the, the university president, you know, I was always so hesitant to go and talk to her. But other people who were ministering on campus were very comfortable to go up and talk to the president, to offer to pray for her, to, to see how they could help out on campus. And so this is a huge, a huge, huge thing for us to be aware of, not only for us, but for the students and faculty that we're leading. And I love that this is probably the first thing I'm talking about because I think it has a lot of impact, but it's also stuff that we haven't, you don't really see until you're really thinking about it. I think a lot of people just show up and they just think that's how everyone else acts. And it's kind of the most important because it, it affects your work. It affects how you create relationships, how you um, do ministry. It's It affects everything. So that's more intrinsically. But externally, you know, we do look at, you know, obviously there's food, music, um, but there's also how we view small talk or time. Like I know in um, certain Asian cultures, like my husband's Filipino, so they're, they tend to be, they really value I'm not going to say they tend to be late, but they really value conversations and being present uh, while my other side of the the family really values timeliness. Um, So it it shows up like in every day, in every relationship, in every dynamic. And our expectation is that you, you might have the opportunity to lead or reach out to a different cultural or ethnic group than the one that you come from or the one that you're most comfortable with. And on campus, there may be tensions between different groups, you know, between, you know, faculty in different departments, between students with different ethnic backgrounds. And we want to equip you to help navigate some of that tension. And especially in ministry, a lot of people come in very different Christian contexts. People pray different, worship different, and study the Bible. And one thing I love at university is they're very inclusive of a lot of those cultures. I remember at Urbana, they have Asian worship, Black worship, like they have different kinds of worship and how that looks like. And stuff I didn't even know like Asian worship was a thing besides Asian language, but it is. It's like, oh, this music is what I grew up with. Who knew? Yeah. Well, and you know, I think it's also important, you know, as we as we start to lean into this conversation, it's important for us to acknowledge that everyone has a culture. So Carolyn, you, you may not have been aware of your family's Asian culture or the Korean culture. You may have just been familiar with the songs that you were singing, but everyone has a culture, including you. I have a friend once who said McDonald's is ethnic food, right? Cause it, it reveals some white American culture in some of their values and, and some of the cost savings and the, the precision and, and the universality of it. And your culture helps you view and understand the world. And it can be shaped by family, by church tradition, by ethnic background or geographic location. And I'd also say our culture is something that we pass on to future generations. We pass on to the generations in ministry. We pass on to our kids. So, you know, we've mentioned a couple of reasons, especially how it's impacted both our lives and, uh, and you know, we talked a little about those tensions. Um, but why else does this matter for ministry? What is the importance of reaching across cultures? Well, the campus context is one of growing diversity. That's a demographic trend that's happening in the United States. It's something that's happening globally as people are more and more mixed in terms of their ethnic identity and their cultural background. And 
actually InterVarsity, over half of the students that we work with are either international students or belong to ethnic minority groups. And the same is true for a lot of our faculty. A lot of our faculty come from around the globe or from diverse ethnic backgrounds. And so it's just something you're going to encounter. If you're in campus ministry, you're going to encounter ethnic diversity. And, you know, I have some friends who lead an Asian American ministry in North Carolina. And what they find is even within Duke Asian InterVarsity, there's cultural differences because Korean culture and Chinese culture and Thai culture and Vietnamese culture are all different from each other. And when they come together in one fellowship, those cultural differences, they're not just inevitable, but they come with their own set of assumptions. And if we're unable or unprepared to deal with cultural differences in ministry, we could cause unintended offense. We could break trust. We could hinder our ability to effectively minister the gospel on campus. And I've been really impressed as I've watched the person who's leading that ministry, Angela, she does a great job of connecting with folks who are Chinese, with folks who are Korean, with folks who are Thai, with folks who are Vietnamese, with folks who are South Asian. She's aware of those cultural differences. And so she's able to make connections across those cultural lines. Yeah, I love that we're, we we dive into this and face it. I think it can be really scary to minister across cultures. I know a lot of people process that differently. I think one of the courses that we have, we'll be talking more about ethnic reconciliation. And I think that's a really important topic to navigate those tensions because there has been a lot of hurt. So it's really important just to be aware and to be prepared to deal with those uh, differences and, and honestly embrace and love those differences too. Because Jesus does, Jesus sends us out into a diverse campus. Our campus looks, especially now, especially on college campuses, the most, like, it looks so different. And God invites us to be an invitation, even in the face of dissonance and tension, to model that Christ-like humility and servant love. Um, yeah, like, I mean, that this is something that Jesus did, right? Jesus reached out across cultural lines. So within subcultures in the Jewish community, Jesus pulled together people from different cultural backgrounds. He pulled together a tax collector and a zealot into his inner circle of disciples. He pulled together men and he pulled together women. And and when you look at him, he engages with Samaritans. He engages with uh, the Syrophoenician woman, the Canaanite woman. He he engages with Roman citizens. He, He engages across cultural boundaries and he calls us to do the same thing. And I love that university has been a part of these conversations even before they were, quote, popular. (laughs) Um, I think now, you know, now it's a lot more. In 2020, it's way more relevant. We're talking about these things. But I do think that God speaks to that in the Bible, right? Like God does care about this. This is not just like a liberal 2020 conversation about racial and race and reconciliation. But God really cares about that, too. Isn't that right, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. It shows up all throughout the Bible. In the Ministry Playbook course online, we actually dig into Philippians 2 in some depth to show how Paul's writing about Christ's example models for us how Christians can relate to each other and and actually lays down a framework for us to engage cross-culturally. So we're not going to go through that study in depth here, but some of the things that you would see if you look at Philippians 2 in this Paul is encouraging his readers to have the same mindset that Christ has in the midst of their conflicts within their church. And he calls them to loving unity. So not to uniformity where everyone looks 
exactly the same. Actually, unity requires diversity. Otherwise, it's just uniformity. But when Paul invites his whole church into loving unity, he's inviting to be a community that has a common savior, that has a common mission, that has a common faith. And when Paul looks at Jesus, he sees humility. He sees this person who was in the very nature of God and chose to empty himself, to to experience something called kenosis, to empty himself of his divine power, his divine prerogatives, and in so doing, to humble himself and to become in very nature a servant. And, And Paul warns us against selfish ambition, against vain conceit. Really, he's warning us against thinking that we're better than Jesus. He's warning us about thinking that our culture, our way, is the only right way to have some humility about ourselves. And when you look at Jesus crossing cultures in Paul's hymn there in Philippians 2, you see the greatest culture crosser who ever existed. Because what culture could be more different than the culture of the kingdom of heaven and the culture of humanity? I mean, we're different from each other, right? You know, so for, so for me, Cuban, Spanish, white, and, and for you, Hawaiian, Korean, you know, our cultures are different from each other. But if our cultures are different from each other, how much more is, do our cultures differ from, from God and the way God wants things to operate? And yet Jesus has come and joined our humanity. And he's, he's crossed our culture to be in there with us. And I'm just going to keep preaching unless you stop. I, you know, <laughs> I used to work as a as a preacher, as a pastor. I know. Every once it's like in a while, heights. I love it. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll get on a roll. <laughs> um, well, I think we should pray because I'm really excited to talk about our next course too. We're actually talking to Caroline Lancaster. I don't think we've promoted that yet in this in this uh, conversation. We're no, just- it's going to be great. Caroline is the associate director of InterVarsity's multi ethnic initiatives, and we both work with her and have and a tremendous amount of respect. And she's fantastic. So we're going to be talking kind of a little bit more practically of the, how do we approach differences? We know we should, and but we know it's really hard. And, you know, university is like a lot of great thinking about that. So really excited to talk to her next week. And then later we'll be talking about how to identify and to respond to cultural differences. Um, so that's going to be really important just more practically. How does that really look like in life? then we'll be talking about how to coach that. I think coaching, this is really, really hard to coach because as individuals, we're all learning. um, And so it's hard to lead others into that. But we'll be talking about that next. But you can do it. Actually, in some ways, if you have just learned how to cross cultures effectively, you're closest to the learning process and it actually can make you a very effective coach. So if you're looking at this and you're like, wow, this seems like a lot, it seems like a challenge, I want you to know that you're in exactly the right place to do this. And we should definitely pray because it is can be hard, but God is with us and he cares about this. And I'm so glad that he's part of this conversation. So let's pray. Jesus, just thank you that you have created cultural communities. That's your vision for heaven. That's your vision for earth. Thank you for just the example of Jesus through his humility, how to be united in community. Um, God, 
humble us and not show any selfish ambition or vain conceit. But Lord, help us learn and love what other people are bringing and to navigate these tensions. Help us in these conversations in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, circle back to our next episode. I think it's going to be really helpful for you to hear from Caroline. Subscribe to the ministry playbook so that you can hear all of our courses as we release them in the days and months and years ahead. And blessings to you in your work, campus ministry.